Greetings and welcome to the Mount Calvary Nation podcast hosted by Mount Calvary Baptist Church in Dayton, Ohio, where our pastor is the Reverend S.N. Winston Jr. We thank you for joining us and hope that this episode blesses you. Welcome Mount Calvary Nation and friends. This is the day that the Lord has made. Let us rejoice. We choose to rejoice we get to rejoice and be glad in it. What an absolutely wonderful day it is to be together, even if only virtually. We are together in spirit to worship the Lord in the beauty of holiness. Here at Mount Calvary, we are blessed with a truly multi-generational uh, congregation. From the newborn that the, uh, that the Donald family just had, all the way up to our oldest member whose family helped to found and start this church, Mrs. Edmonds, whose age I'm not allowed to tell you on camera, but let me just say over a hundred years ago, her family was blessed with a beautiful baby girl. Well, today we celebrate the Silver Saint Society. That's right, those in our family who are aged 70 years and better. We thank God for keeping them for 70 plus years and for allowing us to interact, to engage them, uh, to be able to, uh, to benefit from their wisdom and their experience and their expertise. Saints who are 70 and better to late today, we salute you. Let's start out with a word of prayer and then I'll introduce today's service. Father, we thank you. We thank you for giving us this day. We thank you for your love today. We thank you for your grace and your mercy that has brought us this far. We thank you, Lord, for your forgiveness and for your cleansing. Thank you for the blood of Jesus that has washed us white as snow. Thank you, Lord. Thank you for calling us into your family. Thank you for choosing us for your own. Long before we thought about you, we were on your mind. We thank you, Lord, because you have chosen us in you that we would walk before you holy and without blame. Thank you, Lord. Thank you for all that are gathered now. Thank you for those who will watch later. Thank you, Father, for your perfect will being accomplished in our lives. We thank you for our senior saints today. We thank you for sparing their lives. We thank you for every experience that they've gone through that they can share with us divine wisdom. We thank you, Lord. We thank you for their uh, usefulness then and their usefulness now. We thank you because you have not, uh, you haven't changed your plan. You haven't you haven't deviated from your purpose, but I thank you for your plan, your will, your purpose being accomplished even in the lives of our seniors. Now, as we worship you today, would you help us to worship you in spirit and in truth? Would you, would you help us to open ourselves so that we can receive from you? And we will be careful to give you all the praise, all the honor, and all the glory. In the matchless name of Jesus, we pray. Amen. Amen. Listen, saints, today we're going back to uh, October of 2015. October of 2015, uh, where the deacons led in devotion, and there's a beautiful song by one of our, uh, one of our sister saints here, and, uh, and then I preach a message that's entitled, I May Be Old, 
but I'm still able. I may be old, but I'm still able. Sit tight. Get your Bible out. Let's go into worship and see what the Lord has to say and meet me right back here when the sermon is finished. God bless you. My soul cries out. Hallelujah. I'm going to say, what I think about his goodness. Uh, I can go on. Good morning, Mount Calvary. This is the time when we greet each other. If you hadn't had a chance, get up and greet someone and, and tell them happy good morning. This is the time that we do that. Good morning. good he's good he's good hey man he's good come on let's stand to our feet and we begin to worship can we stand if we're able but think about its goodness just love the worship of the Lord. Come on, let's, let's, let's praise his holy name. I worship you, oh mighty God. There is
Please get your Bibles ready. Our scripture comes this morning from Romans 15, verses 1 through 6. Again, it's Romans 15, verses 1 through 6. Are we there yet? And it reads thusly. We then that are strong ought to bear the infirmities of the weak, and not to please ourselves. Let every one of us please his neighbor for his good to edification. For even Christ pleased not himself, but, as it is written, the reproaches of them that reproach thee fell on me. For whatsoever things were written aforetime were written for our learning, that we through patience and comfort of the scriptures might have hope. Now the God of patience and consolation grant you to be like-minded one towards another according to Christ Jesus, that ye may with one mind and one mouth glorify God, even the Father of our Lord Jesus Christ. May the Lord have a blessing to the reading of his word and the hearers. Let us pray. Oh, Father, thou God, oh, how great thou art. Lord, we're so happy to be back into the house of the Lord this Sunday. Lord, we lift up to you every congregant present here this morning, their families, those especially who are unable to come out, but we know would love to be here. We pray for all our sick and shattered, pray for their recovery. Because we know we have a healing God. Lord God, we just want to thank you for having brought us this far. You is everything that the word say you could be and then some more. So Lord, as we continue forth with these services, we ask that you be with us. That you bless our pastor. Bless our first lady. Bless our pastor emeritus and our church mother. Bless every member of this congregation and keep us faithful in our walk and strengthen in our step. This we ask in the mighty name of Jesus. Amen. Amen. Everybody knows the time that you have to be changed. So we're going to leave a little word with you saying, I know I've been changed. Oh, I know I've been changed. Oh, Lord, I, I know I've been changed. The angels in heaven done Oh, I've been changed. 
to gaze upon your glory and sing to you this song. Please take me to the King. Truth is, it's time to stop playing these games. We need a word for the people's pain. So Lord, speak right now. Let it fall like rain. Yeah, I'm desperate. We're chasing after you. No rules, no religion. Cause I made my decision to run to you for healing that I need. Take me to the key. I don't have much to bring. My heart is torn to pieces, but it's my offering. Leave me at the throne. Leave me gaze upon your glory and to sing to you this song glory's in the way I keep making mistakes but the glory's not for me it's all for you take me to the king I don't have much to bring my heart is torn to pieces it's my offering Aged 70 and better, if you feel like it, would you stand so that we can recognize you? And if you can't stand, just wave your hand. We want to see where you are. Let me have some young people. I got, I got a couple. Let me have some more. Come on, come quickly. And everybody who's standing or whose hand is raised needs one of these bags. 
All right. And after you get after you get your bag, you can uh, sit down or put your hand down. Got a couple sections over here too on We've come this far by faith. Leaning on Trusting in We didn't run out, did we? He's never failed <laughs> Oh Oh Can't turn around We've come this far by faith. Did everyone 70 or better get one? Good. Thank you, gentlemen. You all can give those extras to that deacon coming down the aisle right there. Chucky, let me preach now, and let's see where we go from there. Okay, if y'all just be ready. Thank you. Thanks, y'all. Sir? Uh, I'll tell you what, you can just leave it there till I finish preaching, just in case somebody's heart is touched. So, I'm honored to have asked myself to be the preacher for Senior Sunday. <laughs> there is a passage of scripture in Joshua chapter 14 
Joshua chapter 14. I just want to read one verse. If you're able and you don't mind, would you stand with us as we honor the reading of God's holy word? Joshua chapter 14, beginning at verse, or verse 12 is the only verse we'll read. Joshua chapter 14, verse 12. It's here on your screen. This is Caleb speaking. And he says, Now therefore, give me this mountain whereof the Lord spake in that day. For thou heardest in that day how the Anakims were there, and that the cities were great and fenced. If so be the Lord will be with me, then I shall be able to drive them out, as the Lord said. You may be seated. Verse 12 of chapter 14 of the book of Joshua. Now, therefore, give me this mountain. So let me tell you a little bit about Caleb, in case you're unfamiliar or remind you, if you already know when we first meet Caleb, he's about my age. He is about 40. And the Lord has given Moses the directive, send some men to go into the land of Canaan to explore. Get one from each ancestral tribe. And so Moses sends one of the leaders of every tribe, from Reuben, he sent Shemua, from Simeon, he sent Shaphat, from Issachar, he sent Egal, all, all the way down through. He gets to Judah's line, and he sends the chief of the tribe of Judah, Caleb. And so Caleb and 11 of his peers are sent on a reconnaissance mission to scope out the land that the Lord has promised. But they are impressed by a piece of the land uh, called Hebron, a walled city in the south that's about 3,000 feet elevation. And what they see here kind of shakes them a little bit. Maybe this won't be as easy as we thought. And so the spies go back after 40 days and they're carrying these huge clumps of grapes between them on a stick. They've brought back grapes and pomegranates and figs and they come back talking about how abundant the land is. They say indeed it does flow with milk and honey. But 10 of the spies are clearly afraid. They say Moses, the people who live there are powerful, and the cities are strong and large. There's giants there. As a matter of fact, we look like grasshoppers to them. The Amalekites are there. The Hittites are there. The Jebusites are there. The Amorites and the Canaanites, they're all there waiting for us. Moses, I don't think we want to do this. But there are two guys who say, wait a minute, don't y'all be putting fear in everybody. 
Caleb says, y'all be quiet. Moses, let's go up at once because we are well able to overcome it. Listen, the report of the 10 was evil. That's what, the, that's what the King James Version says. The report of the 10 was evil, but everybody believed the evil report. According to Numbers chapter 14, that night, anywhere you went in the city, you could hear people crying. There was weeping. There was wailing. As a matter of fact, they started pining for their lives in Egypt. They said, so you brought us out for this? We might as well go back to Egypt. Let's get some new leaders. Because what you said, we ain't seeing. Moses and Aaron fall on their faces before the people. And Caleb and Joshua get up and they, they tear their clothes. And they say, listen, this land that God said is ours, we can take. If the Lord is pleased with us, he'll lead us into that land flowing with milk and honey. He'll give it to us, but don't rebel against him and don't be afraid of the people because we will swallow them up. And so, you know the story. God says, you know what? Because of all the unbelief, because of the evil report that they believe, nobody's going in. But my servant, Caleb, he's got a different spirit. And he follows me wholeheartedly, and I'm going to bring him into the land. And in Deuteronomy, Moses prophesies it like this. He says, Caleb will see it, and I will give him and his descendants the land he set his feet on because he followed me wholeheartedly. And so now we get to our scripture in Joshua chapter 14, and Joshua is about to pass out land to the tribes, and Caleb steps up and says, remember what God promised me through the man of God, Moses. Now, I was only 40 then, but God made me a promise, and he has kept me alive, and now I'm 85. Now, I want to tell you the title of my sermon. I don't want to offend anybody. I don't know how old became a four-letter word. It's not. Old is a blessing. Here's the sermon title today. I may be old, but I'm still able. God made him a promise 40 years earlier. And now he's 85 and said, don't forget, God said, that's mine. And everybody else that was with us, Joshua, they're all dead. But he said, the Lord has kept me alive. Anybody in here know it was the Lord who kept you alive? Caleb recognized something we need to recognize, and that is we didn't keep ourselves. 
He wasn't there because he was careful. He wasn't there because he was so wise. It was the Lord who kept him. It was the Lord who brought him out of Egypt. It was the Lord who led him through the great and terrible wilderness. It was the Lord who kept him from the fiery serpents. It was the Lord who kept him from the scorpions, who gave him water during the drought, who fed him with manna from on high. It would do us well to remember that it is the Lord who has kept us alive. He said, God kept me alive, and now I'm 85. Listen to what, what Caleb says. He said, now I'm 85, and I'm just as strong now as I was when I was 40. <laughs> now I'm ready to fight for what the Lord has promised me. I know you don't like it, but would you help me preach this? Please tell somebody, now I'm ready to fight for what the Lord has promised me. He's 85, and now he's finally, now he's ready. Now, therefore, give me this mountain. There are three movements in this verse that I, that I want to uh, illuminate today as we honor our seniors. And the first is that Caleb issues a command. A command. Now, therefore, give me this mountain. As one of the two oldest people in Israel, he issues a command. He gives a, a direct order. He gives a directive. Give me this mountain. Not may I please have. If you think it's okay, could I? No, he says, give me this mountain. Mountain. Now, when I first looked at this, I thought that maybe it was his age that justified him making such a demand. I mean, after all, he's 85 years old, right? God took everybody except him and Joshua out. He's one of the oldest people in Israel. But the more I looked at it, I don't believe he was just standing on his age. Then I thought maybe it was the fact that he had been through so much that allowed him to issue this command. After all, he's seen a lot between the time they came out of Egypt and now. But I don't think that's all he's standing on either. If it wasn't his age, if it's not just his experience, then what is it? I believe he's able to come forth and issue the command, give me this mountain, based on the word he heard from the Lord. He knows he didn't make this up. The Lord told him through the prophet Moses, wherever you put your feet, I've given you and your descendants after you. And here is the truth, God keeps his promises. Deuteronomy 7, 9 says, remember that the Lord your God is the only God. He is a faithful God who keeps his promise and is merciful to thousands of generations of those who love him and obey his commands. Listen, if God said it, it shall come to pass. Let me give it to you in Winston translation. Caleb says, I know it's been 45 years, but God said it and I want it now. Aren't you glad that God's promises don't expire? If he said it, it will come to pass. Say it. If he said it, it will. What has God promised you? What has the Lord promised to you? Maybe it's time for you to command what God has said. 
can I say that again, please? Maybe it's time for you to command what God has said. Listen, now you're not commanding it because you're God. You're commanding it because God has said it. So when you go to the doctor and God has said you're healed and somebody else has something different to say than what God has said, then maybe you need to command Give me this mountain. Not only does Caleb at 85 now command Joshua to give him what the Lord has promised, but secondly, he offers a word about his companion. Number two, there's a word about his companion. Here's what he said. If so, the Lord will be with me. Now, I may not be able to take the giants by myself, As a matter of fact, even with the largest tribe in Israel, Judah, we can't do it by ourselves. But if I can have some help, if you give me somebody strong enough, somebody powerful enough, somebody knowledgeable enough, as a matter of fact, I need somebody who's omnipotent, who's got all power. I need somebody who's omnipresent who's everywhere at the same time, somebody who's omniscient, who knows all things, somebody who's omnicompetent, who does all things well. He says, if the Lord be with me, here's how Paul put it, if God be for us. Isn't it good to know that God won't make you go into battle alone? I'm trying to hurry up, and I don't have time to call the roll, but you just got to trust me on this one. God has a good record. He does. Daniel will tell you, he may not keep you out of the lion's den, but he'll get in there and rock the lions to sleep. Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego will tell you he may not keep you out of the furnace, but he'll get in there with you and the fire won't burn you. I'm trying to hurry up. Peter can tell you he may not keep you out of the storm, but he'll get in there with you and let you walk on the water. Paul and Silas can tell you he may not keep you out of jail, but he'll get in there with you and loose the shackles. As a matter of fact, your neighbor can tell you, I've seen the lightning flashing and I've heard the thunder roll. If so be that the Lord goes with me. Anybody know you got the Lord with you? I can't handle it on my own, but as long as the Lord goes with me. And the good news is he promised never. Yep. Leave me alone. He issues a command. He says a word about his companion. 
And then finally, he gives us a glimpse of his confidence. His confidence. He says, if so be the Lord goes with us, then I will be able to drive them out. Notice was it what it doesn't say. He, he doesn't say, I might be able. He doesn't say, I may be able. He says, I shall be able to drive them out. The enemy might be sitting there now. The enemy may seem to have possession now. The enemy may be occupying now. But since the Lord said it's mine, if he'll go with me, I'll drive the enemy out of what the Lord said is mine. Somebody going to hear that because that's not just Caleb talking. That needs to be what you're saying today. The enemy may be sitting on your health right now, but if God said it's yours, you're well able with him to drive the enemy out. Listen, the enemy may be sitting on your finances right now, but if God said it's yours, then with him you're able to drive the enemy. The enemy may have your children on lockdown right now, but God said the seed of the righteous shall be delivered. And if you've got the Lord with you, then you can drive the enemy out. Listen. You bring the tithe into the storehouse. He said, I will. I will rebuke the devourer. You won't hear me saying, Satan, I rebuke you. You just won't hear me saying it because I don't have any rebuking to do. But I've got somebody with me who's got all power in his hands. And so it is my right as his child to say, Satan, the Lord rebuke you. Since the Lord said it's mine, I will seize what's mine. Since the Lord said it's mine, I will take possession of the promise. Would you look at somebody and tell them, I will occupy what the Lord has given me. Turn to somebody else, tell them, I will seize what God already said is mine. If you believe it, clap your hands and tell the Lord, thank you. I give it to you in Winston translation. Caleb is saying, I may be old, but I'm still able because God said it. 
That settles it. So give me this mountain. The Lord said it's mine. And not only to me, but to my children. God said it. And that settles it. I don't care what it looks like. God said it. And that settles it. I don't care what anybody else has to say. God said it. And that settles it. I can't stop other people from talking. But God said it. And that settles it. I know I still feel the pain. But God said it. And that settles it. I know it looks like nothing's going to change. But God said it. And that settles it. When God speaks. Something happens, and the good news is he doesn't need anything outside of himself to make it happen. If God said, I'm healed, I'm healed. If God said, I'm free, I'm free. If God said, I'm delivered, I'm delivered. If God said, the mountain is mine, then the mountain is mine. If God said it, I may feel down right now, but God said the joy. feel like it, but joy is mine, peace is mine, righteousness is mine, victory is mine, if God said it, no, no, you don't get it, I need you to touch somebody and tell them it's not too late, God hasn't changed his mind, it's not too late. God hasn't changed his mind. It's not too late. God hasn't changed his mind. It's not too late. God hasn't changed his mind. If God said you'll run with the horses, then you'll run with the horses. God said it. what I love. It's not just for Caleb, but it's for Caleb's children and his grandchildren and for the line that will come after him. Somebody needs to give him a generational praise right now because the promise is not just for you. It's for the line coming after you. Thank God for Jesus. So remember, Caleb is the head of the tribe of Judah. He's got to claim the promise, not just for himself, but for everybody in the whole tribe. Because you never know who's coming in your tribe. And I got to tell you, there's something special about the tribe of Judah. The 
there's something special coming down the line. So Caleb's got to claim the promise now because something special is coming. He doesn't even know it, but he's not just claiming it for himself. He's claiming it for Ferris. He's claiming it for Esram. He's claiming it for Aram. He's claiming it for Aminadab. He's claiming it for Nasson. He's claiming it for Salmon. He's claiming it for Boaz. He's claiming it for Obed. He's claiming it for Jesse. He's claiming it for Jesse's boy, whose name is David, the king of Israel. I don't have time to go through the whole line, but you do know who came out of David's line. The root of David, the lion of the tribe of Judah, Jesus is his name. Give me this mountain. Give me this mountain. Wow, what a word. Give me this mountain. Lord, if, if, if the Lord goes with me, then I will have what he said is already mine. I don't know what promises you're claiming today. I don't know what the Lord has said to you concerning you and your life. But you need to say, no matter how old you are, you are not too old. Give me this mountain. And just like Caleb, it's not just for you. It's for your children after you. Praise God for his word. I may be old, but I'm still able. I will not stop until I see what the Lord has promised. Praise God for his mighty word. Listen, if you are watching today and you are not sure that you're saved, I've got good news for you. One of the descendants from the tribe of Judah his name was Jesus the Christ. He's the Messiah. God loved the world so much that he gave Jesus Christ his son, his only begotten son, his unique one-of-a-kind son, that whosoever believes in him should not perish but have everlasting life. That's good news. God didn't send his son into the world to condemn the world, but so that the world through him might be saved. And if you're watching today and you're not sure that you're saved, let me tell you what the Bible says about how you can be saved. Confess with your mouth that Jesus is Lord and believe in your heart that even though he died, he really got up from the grave. And the Bible says you shall be saved. If you're making that confession today, you want to be saved today, shoot us a message, uh, put a comment in the comment section or shoot us a personal message or an email from the website saying, I want to give my heart to Jesus Christ. I want to be saved today. Somebody will contact you. We'll walk you through it and we will get you on the road. You can be a brand new person. If any man be in Christ, he is a new creature. Old things have passed away. That's what the Bible says. You want to be saved? Just let us know and we'll walk you through it. 
Let me make just a few announcements before we get uh, ready to go. Uh, first of all, would you keep Sister Rosa Monday, Monday and her family in prayers, uh, in your prayers? She is not doing very well. Uh, and the family has asked for our prayers. Also, Miss Marguerite Lawson, uh, one of our beloved senior saints who's up in Maryland right now, she has shingles and, uh, and has requested that her Mount Calvary family would pray for her. I also want us to remember uh, those in the family who have been diagnosed with COVID-19, who, uh, who are dealing with coronavirus, we have a couple of people that we know are in the hospital uh, and, and some who are at home still battling this virus, and we want to keep them in our prayers as well. Listen, if you choose to give today, uh, if you're, bringing your, you're giving your tithe, your offering, uh, whatever it is you're giving to, you can do that electronically. You can give, and we invite you to do so. God has been good to us. And we don't give back to him out of legalistic ritual, but we give back to him out of love relationship. And here's how you can do it. If you have Givelify on your phone, you can give with Givelify, tap, uh, give, and you are done. Or if you have Cash App on your phone, the Cash App handle for Mount Calvary is M-T-C-A-L-M-B-C. M-T-C-A-L-M-B-C. Or you can text to give. Just text 937 543 uh, 5169 and you can give in all of those ways or if you're more comfortable you can drive through the parking lot uh, the deacons will be there waiting to serve you you don't even have to get out of your car you can hand them your gift to their glove covered hands and keep it moving seniors who are 70 and better silver saint society listen I will be here for the next couple of hours uh, until about 1.30. You can come through the parking lot. I want to put in your hand a gift from the Mount Calvary family. You can drive through until 1.30 p.m. today and, uh, and get a gift from your Mount Calvary family. We appreciate you. We honor you. Don't worry if you can't get here before 1.30. Uh, we have a list of all of our 70 and betters. And, uh, and if, if you can't get here, we will get the gift to you. We'll find you. We'll get the gift to you. We just want to make sure that you know that you are appreciated, especially during this difficult time of uh, pandemic uh, uncertainty. Just the last thing, uh, we don't know everything that's going to turn out with this election. We don't know uh, all, we got some great, well, most of us consider it great news yesterday, uh, but really I, I feel like it, it's not quite over. We don't, we don't know what tomorrow brings, but this we do know. We are the people of God. We are the church of the living God, and it is our responsibility to pray. We have voted, and now we pray. We need to pray for this country. We need to pray for President-elect Biden and Vice President-elect Harris. We need to pray. We need to pray for President Trump. We need to pray for those who are in authority over us because that's what God said to do. Not because we feel like it, not because we agree with them, but because that's what we do because we're the church of the living God. All right? Would you join me in prayer all week long for our government officials? We've got some right here in the Mount Calvary Nation who govern on a city and county uh, and regional level. Let's 
pray for our governing officials. Would you join me in doing that? God bless you. Thank you for joining us today in this, uh, in this broadcast, in this flashback to 2015. I pray that you have been blessed just by watching. I pray that you are holding on to what God has promised you. You may be old, but you're still able. You got a mountain. You need to say to it, give me my mountain. God bless you. Now unto him who is able to keep you from falling and to present you faultless before the presence of his glory with exceeding joy. To the only wise God, our Savior, be glory and majesty, dominion and power, both now and forever. Let all the saints agree together in Jesus' name. Amen. God bless you.